Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Your world today. I hope they are going well. And we begin with some good news. I will tell you because we will get to the bad news everybody's talking about this morning. The news about the economy. Our economy is officially shrinking. Shrinking by 1.4%. That's what's happened to the GDP. And fears about recession are growing. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the program. But I want to begin by sharing with you some of the positive and encouraging things that are taking place. And there are a number of things that should be celebrated. This first story, it's really interesting the perspective that some people have when it's not driven by a liberty paradigm. See, everything I I do when it comes to politics There's a foundational paradigm there, and that paradigm is formed by our founding documents, the Declaration of Independence, and our Constitution. That's the foundation. It's not opinions. It's not feelings. It's not emotions. It's not what is currently in vogue in our culture and our society, because those things change. This is why you need Founding documents. This is why, for instance, in a spiritual context, you would need something like, in the church, something like a Bible. A guide to understand, okay, what's within bounds? What's outside of bounds? To help shape our thinking, our understanding. The intelligencer has a very interesting piece about a case before the Supreme Court. I'm always excited when I see people who are very solid in their convictions. They walk those convictions out. And when when push comes to shove, if they face consequences for that, and they recognize the implications not just for themselves but for others, they fight. I want to tell you about such a person. The intelligencer has this story. The Supreme Court may sanction teacher-led prayer in public school. This is an intriguing story because I, um, you hear, if you spend any amount of time around me, and I'm thinking of one friend in particular who has spent a lot of time around me the last year or so, Uh, Probably one of the most common words I've used around this person I've been mentoring is pendulum. 
because so many of the things that we face, issues, concerns, trends, you look at them by examining a pendulum. For instance, there was a time in this country where religious thinking, religiously minded people were the main people who were engaged and involved in society and our our institutions. I mean, it's it's kind of jarring when you look back at history and see that so many of the institutions of higher learning, they were actually built by Christians. And part of the objective was to advance the gospel in many cases. Over the years, just like everything else, there's a decline. There's a loss of purpose. So the pendulum has swung from... When you think about it, the people who came to the New World with the idea of establishing religious freedom, it swung from that to, frankly, a very hostile perspective toward faith, toward religion. The person who wrote this piece says, In the war over public education, the U.S. conservatives never concede defeat. I'm glad he has such optimism. The right prefers to bide its time, waiting for a moment to press its advantage. The Supreme Court has just provided them with one such moment. First Amendment advocates were worried when the court agreed to hear arguments. In Kennedy versus Bremerton School District, a case with implications for the future of prayer in public schools. They felt little good could possibly come from the court, which is dominated by Republican appointees who tend to hold closely to the party's preference for the Christian religion. And you'll hear this tone throughout this particular piece. The tenor of Monday's arguments confirmed the advocates' fears. A majority of the court's justices seemed prepared to side with a Christian football coach who led his players in public prayers after every game. Oh my gosh, what a horrible thing to happen! (laughs) The fact that this is even in court tells you really how far we've come as a country and not in a positive direction. The coach's name is Joseph Kennedy. He claims the Bremerton School District unlawfully discriminated against him by ordering him to stop leading the prayers. The school district says was trying to prevent a lawsuit. Precedent favors the school district, according to a professor of law at the University of Miami. But if enough justices disagree, the court could leave public schools vulnerable to religious displays from staff and educators. By the way, I would dare say educators who have no problem. And we'll get to this a little bit later on. The libs of TikTok exposing what a lot of teachers are doing in our classroom, the propaganda that's been put out there. See, they don't mind propaganda, political propaganda, social propaganda. But religion, oh my goodness, it's the end of the world. This particular columnist is concerned about religious minorities being in a difficult position. Even if they aren't forced to participate in prayer, social pressure could coerce them into feeling as though they must. This professor, law professor, says the thing to understand, there's a religious liberty interest 
on both sides of the equation. Also at stake are students' religious liberty rights. One thing the Establishment Clause is meant to protect them from is being forced into religious exercises if they don't want to. Now, I dare say that if I'm on a football team, or my child is on a football team and does not want to participate in prayer, I'd have no problem with that. Not at all. This is a flimsy argument. We're going to talk more about this. But I share this because I do hope this is another breakthrough and a pushback in the right direction from the stifling effect that the left has had on religious expression in schools. We'll talk about this and much more as we continue our Thursday broadcast. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Over on the text line, Vince, when I hear people talk about the unexpected downturn in this economy, my reaction is the only ones who did not expect this <laughs> or the brainwashed lemmings who lap up everything the lamestream media throws at them, definitely going to use my God-given right to pray, pray for our country, our economy, those who are being deceived. Good for you. Kind of predictable. Was it not? Vince, the economy's tanking. Everyone's realizing this. How? I saw this coming when Biden signed those executive orders shutting down pipelines. Yeah. Vince, thank you for doing your best. Why do we ever believe there's such thing as secular and spiritual? Most every Disney movie has spirits in it. Hmm... Mm-hmm. And occult and dark religions. So maybe everything is a religion. Religion is just what you fear and count valuable to you. A person, a thing, an idea. Even science is a religion. Darwin said he took his ideas and turned it into a religion. They took his ideas and turned it into a religion. We know that was used to control people, to make them feel that they were animals, so they would act like animals, then be treated like animals. But let's see which religion works the one of forgiveness and grace, feeding your enemies, or the religions of hatred and bigotry and greed and godliness and no accountability of right and wrong. 
Hmm. Yeah. It was all spiritual. Just depends on what spirit you believe in. By the way, they even call team spirit a valuable asset to schools and their teams. That is a, I see, I love texts like this. Thought-provoking. Thought-provoking. Because, because I make this point all the time. Everybody is religious. Every single solitary person. Your religion is something. The Bible, for instance, says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What is most important to someone? I can tell by spending a good bit of time around you. Sometimes not very much time at all. I can find out what really makes you tick. Maybe God. Maybe politics. It may be science. It may be any number of things. But like, like the texter says, we like to put these in nice little compartments. And they don't always fit, do they? Hmm. This texture says it's fine. Christians built colleges and ran it as such. However, once those schools start accepting public funds, that's where the rules change. Have no argument against private schools adopting prayers, rules, dress codes, etc. on their own. Problem with conservatives on this topic is trying to pull on the heart with arguments like what's so wrong with this or that? So the country was better when not what does the law say? Hey, I want to get to the heart of what the law says. The law. The law does two things. One, it is a protection for religious rights and protection from established religion, government imposed. And that's a very different thing than somebody acting independently. It's very important. Awesome, Vince. So you'd be totally cool with a head coach leading a prayer from the Quran or from the text of the Church of Satan. <laughs> Your preferred religion doesn't get sole authority for this benefit. Kind of intriguing, some of the text line. I want to continue with this because you'll hear, as I said, where this person's coming from because what he has communicated, several of you have communicated, is what this author is very concerned about. The religious liberty interests on both sides of the equation. He says the social pressure to join in a prayer, a school-sponsored religious display, can be intense as shown by the details of the Bremerton case. A parent complained his atheist son felt compelled to participate and that he felt he wouldn't get to play as much if he did not. There's a lot of pressure on students to join these prayers. Granted, it's not legal coercion in that they will be punished by the school, but the peer, the peer pressure is enormous. Equally great, the pressure that emanates from a figure like a football coach. And he goes on and talks about this pressure, the authority figure, things at stake like scholarships. So students feel compelled to join their coach when he leads to a place that is ritualistically a time for the team to gather or starts praying. Kennedy's attorneys counter with arguments that in Laser's view mischaracterized the facts of the case. A website for the First Liberty Institute, a Christian right group that represents Kennedy, calls him a man of heroic persistence and courage, who was fired for simply kneeling in brief, quiet, and personal prayer. McKennedy also led prayers in locker room prayers. He led players in locker room prayers, was offered chances to pray privately, and allowed his post-game prayers to become spectacles, a dynamic that only intensified as his infamy grew. 
He gets the current from this person, his infamy. At one football game, a crowd stampeded onto the field to join him, knocking over members of the school's marching band in the rush. A school official eventually recommended against renewing his year-to-year contract. Kennedy declined to reapply. Kennedy's supposed firing made him a celebrity to the Christian right. His dismissal allegedly proved the movement at long rumored to be true. The secular government had taken God out of schools and turned Christians into a persecuted remnant. The facts don't show this at all. A public school teacher can't leave students in prayer during class, but the same teacher can sponsor a chapter of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Previous Supreme Court verdicts that protect the right of students to start religious clubs and organizations also allow students to start a gay-straight alliance at school. According to precedent, the only way to safeguard the constitutional rights of both groups is to ensure public schools remain religiously neutral. I have no problem with that. Neutrality has always irked the Christian right, according to this author, a sentiment visible in its most recent attacks on public education. They talk about, once again, they're describing this bill in Florida, the parental protection, referring to this as the don't say gay law. This person claims it isn't really to protect school children from grooming, but to push LGBT teachers back into the closet. Nobody is trying to do that. See, isn't this interesting? And if you've watched some of the videos from the libs of TikTok, you know what's going on here. They are promoting their lifestyle in classrooms. All kinds of things are happening along these lines. Nobody's trying to force anybody into a closet. Making schools a place where heterosexuality is mandatory by all but official decree. This is neutrality, but something else. An agenda. It's of a piece with the Christian right's broader objections to secular education. Should the Supreme Court favor Kennedy, it will once again be siding with a Christian majority against the interests of a minority. One case cited, 2018, the court ruled the Colorado Civil Rights Commission expressed some elements of a clear and impermissible hostility toward religion when it found that a baker broke the law by refusing to fill an order for an LGBT couple. Last year, it decided a Catholic foster agency could reject same-sex couples without losing a contract with the city of Philadelphia. You see where they're coming from. They think this is about some sort of effort to compel and coerce people. That's not what this is about. Don't let anybody fool you. (laughs) Stay with us. We'll talk about the libs of TikTok coming up. Around the text line, this texture says you contradict yourself, arguing against liberals wanting to change with the times, and then said you follow the founding documents. Without changing the times amendments, where would you women and others be today? See, and this is where you need to understand the context of the Constitution and the founding documents. These were, frankly, clarifications of what was already in the document. How, how many ways can you read all men are created equal 
It's already there. The text, the message, liberty is already there for every single person. Everybody. These these amendments were necessary. Because people ultimately did not believe the text. They didn't believe it. Not everybody believed the text, the message of the text for everybody. And you understand what I'm meaning by this. Some viewed this. They meant, when it says men, it means men. Women, not so much. Blacks, not so much. These needed to be clarified. But I think the truth be told. I don't believe that many of the founding fathers embraced the practices and behaviors of discrimination from the very beginning. I just don't believe that. And I think it's dishonest, intellectually dishonest, to suggest that somehow slavery was baked in, that disrespect toward minorities is baked in. It's not there, ladies and gentlemen. It's not there at all, which is why you had the, the basis for the changes that took place with the amendments. This is why Martin Luther King, in his I Have a Dream speech, he's not criticizing the Constitution. He's saying, I got a promissory note here, and I'm here to collect, because he knew what those documents really say. I hope that clarifies things. And by the way, let's talk about solutions. You know what? Very easy solution to this. This is very important. Because I'm a person who's very much into reconciliation and cultivating healthy relationships. The easy solution to this, I'm a head coach of the football team, the high school team. I get the team together, the parents together, and I say, you know what? I very much believe in prayer. And if you don't mind, I'm going to lead prayer. Now, to be honest with you, I probably wouldn't lead prayer if I were the head coach. I'd find a student to do it. I'd find, and in fact, maybe more than one student. I'd have them rotate, rotate the ones who are inclined to do so. And I would make very clear at the very beginning of the season, you are not at all required to participate in the prayer. If you'd rather not, then you don't have to. See, no, Christianity is not about coercion in any way. So the point that I'm making to you, there are very easy solutions to these things that don't even involve court. But the sad thing is, so many of these things are viewed as somebody's got to be a winner and somebody's got to be a loser. Why don't we come up with win-win solutions that everybody can accept, except for the most reasonable, stubborn people? And there are a lot of those people. Does anybody disagree with what I just said? Don't you think that's a fair way to resolve this? Texter says, they lead prayers in the military. Your commanding officer will strictly tell you, even if you're an atheist, play along because it benefits everyone to have that hope. I like that. If he's an atheist, referring to the student who was offended, then reciting the Lord's Prayer is no different than reciting Robert Frost, just text. See, and, and one of, this is one of the dirty secrets. I'm convinced most people who say they're atheists, they're not atheists. They hate God. They're mad at God for something. 
because he has not fulfilled he has not fulfilled something that they believe he ought to fulfill. So they're mad at him. And so they have this agenda. See, the thing is, why else would you spend all of your life ranting and raving about somebody who doesn't exist? It's kind of silly. This texture says it's okay to pressure kids in schools into believing the alphabet agenda. Not okay for God's agenda. Ha, I will fight that battle to the end. Good for you. Did I miss where the separation between church and state is in the Constitution? I don't see it. And there's a good reason. It ain't there. If not a publicity stunt by the coach, then he could have prayed in his office. But this conservatives have this nagging, look at me attitude when it comes to religion. See, I, see, this is what scares me, is when people, once again, generalize. So all, all Christians, all conservatives, are loud, obnoxious, and self-righteous, and they're trying to draw attention to themselves. See, I think this is unhealthy. Vince, just this reminder, there is nothing supernatural in the, in the universe. We're bound by universal laws. Smart. The people get it. It's why religions are failing. Okay. Isn't Christianity supposed to be about a relationship, not a religion? I know we use that term religious all the time. I'm just wondering if calling religion is a misnomer unless we're talking about the Christian in name only, which you know as well as I do. There are plenty of those. (laughs) Jeff, you hit that right on the head. I agree 100% as to how the coach could have handled it, but it's about their selfish desire. Hmm. What is this? <laughs> Just a uh, sampling of some of the items here on the text line. We don't have time to do this justice before the break. We've uh, j- Just to kind of set the table for you, we've had a number of discussions about libs of TikTok. Remember Taylor Lorenz? She's the reporter, the Washington Post reporter, who decided to dox the person behind libs of TikTok. And by the way, I think it's important. Uh, Bernie, make sure we have the audio. Do we still have the audio available of Taylor Lorenz whining the other day and crying? Yes. Because I think it's important to play that again. You need to find out what has happened with this website. (laughs) I think this is absolutely wonderful. This is another example of what happens when people go after people who are supported by the mainstream of society. See, mainstream people don't like crazy. They really don't. And frankly, a lot of these people exposed by libs of TikTok, they're crazy. And they're promoting an agenda most Americans will never embrace. Coming up, we'll tell you what's happened to this website since... The person behind it's come under attack. And another governor steps up to the plate to uh, deal with the gender nonsense. Stay with us.
Back on the broadcast, let's go out to a call from Tony. Good morning. Welcome, sir. Yeah, how you doing today, Vince? All right, sir. Yeah, uh, you know, I wanted to talk about the, um, you were talking about freedom of religion and stuff like that. And so my thing is with all this gender stuff going on, why is it that the country is giving so much attention to people saying that they are God, but they feel like a lady, so they want to be called a lady. Why we? Why, why is that allowed? <laughs> what do you think is the answer to that question, Tony? Uh, I guess a little political pressure, money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Power. Those are the two things that I could come up with. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I take it you're not buying into this agenda, are you, Tony? Well, man, God assigns your, your 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 assignment. You know, He gives you He gives you that, and, and that can't be changed, no matter no matter what you try to do. Yep, I'm I'm there with you. I'm there with you, Tony. At the same time, how do you deal compassionately with people who are struggling with this issue? Uh, what kind of place do you make for them, and how how do you accommodate them and and make sure that they're included? How do you, what's your solution to that, Tony? Well, the thing about it is now, the United States used to be a Christian nation. But now it seems like everything is turning away from God. So until, until this nation turns back towards God, then it's, always, it's going to be this confusion. It's going to be this psychological war that, yeah, and it's, that these folks are having. It's going to keep, uh, you know, escalating is, is what you're saying, Tony. I, oh, yeah. I fl- oh, yeah. The further fully... you get away from God, the more trouble you're going to be in. Amen to that. Can you believe we, we agree on something, Tony? Are you okay? I'm messing with you. Oh, no, fantastic, man. You, you know I'm messing with you, don't you? I know. Uh, but I, I do appreciate your call because I uh, I share your heart and concern about uh, the direction of the country right. and and hope that we're able to uh, to uh, go in a different direction than we've been going in recent years. Good to hear from you again, Tony. Uh, do call again. You're always welcome here, and I, I think you know that, which we'll continue to have a conversation. Interestingly enough, so as you know, with this whole discussion about Florida, there's been a lot of propaganda that the media continues to promote by calling the legislation in Florida the don't say gay bill. And, you know, a lot of people have insisted, well, there's nothing going on in the schools that's nefarious and people trying to promote some sort of gay, transgender agenda. And now, as a result of libs of TikTok, we know that there really is an agenda. There are people in classrooms doing just that. So then when this is exposed, Taylor Lorenz of the Washington Post decided to expose the person who set up this particular account. Washington Times reports on something extraordinary that has happened. Libs of TikTok popularity has soared after the Washington Post expose. Their intent was destruction. But what's happened is even more people are finding out about this crazy agenda. The disclosure of the anonymous, once anonymous creator's identity has spurred a lot of debate over media ethics, as it well should. But what's happened is this popular conservative Twitter account has gained even more influence since being targeted in that Washington Post tell-all. Libs of TikTok became a cause celeb after 
Post reporter Taylor Lorenz disclosed the name, the employer, and religion of the anonymous creator in an April 19th expose warning readers the account was secretly fueling the rights outrage machine and become a powerful force on the Internet. While Ms. Lorenz has been excoriated on the right and accused of doxing the account's owner, the result was the kind of popularity and publicity money cannot buy. <laughs> Libs of TikTok has hit one million followers. A one-week increase of more than 50%. The creator also launched a Substack newsletter that now boasts thousands of followers. The woman behind Libs of TikTok showed her appreciation with a little tongue-in-cheek trolling this week. So grateful to Taylor Lorenz and WAPO for helping me achieve this huge milestone. <laughs> ah! Oh, this is great. I love this. Is there an address I can send a thank you card, she tweeted. Surgeon followers came at a cost. After the Post article appeared last week, Libs of TikTok's creator said she went into hiding, telling Tucker Carlson in an, in an interview, I had to make some travel plans really fast. I'm now in a place where I don't think anyone would find me. Not any of the locations that Taylor Lorenz leaked or that anyone can find. It's been a little tough. I'm not going to let this get me down. Tucker Carlson accused the post of an intimidation campaign designed to shut down a highly effective Twitter feed. By the way, in case you're not familiar, the man behind Babylon B has essentially hired her to make sure that she is well taken care of. As I understand it, she's a woman in her 20s. And I, I'm serious, I, and I don't just say this, I praise God for for all that Babylon B has gone through, that's, he has taken that extraordinary step. So keep persecuting and watching these numbers grow and more people will know about this radical agenda. This is absolutely awesome. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 